Hello and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, Tyler, you know what kind of drives me crazy? You know those, like, classic Christmas movies, right? Like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Charlie Brown, right? All from, like, like 1960 and earlier. You can't watch them, like, anywhere. They're not on streaming services. Prime wants you to pay for them. And, like, (laughs) the only way to watch them is, like, freaking Christmas Eve on, like, you know, live TV. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it just kills me. But uh, anyway, that aside, it just kind of really irritated me. What kind of Christmas movies do you like watching? I think like maybe on previous Christmas episodes, I said my favorite movie of all time, Christmas movie, is It's a Wonderful Life, which I think still holds true. But I have like a special place in my heart for Home Alone. And I think part of that is because like my daughter right now, that's all she wants to watch is Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Like she she loves, absolutely loves when the wet bandits get absolutely destroyed in, in the booby traps. Does she, know? like, laugh out loud? And Oh, man. Yeah. So much. And so, like, I think, like, that's a big piece. But she also, like, likes the beginning. Now, this is crazy, dude. At the very beginning, they were so mean. Yeah. To, to, to you little jerk. Dude, that, <laughs> that not, that's so, like, catches me off guard every time. Right? Starts with a sister. You're what the French call les compétents, yeah. right? Like call them incompetent, right? Yeah. And then his other sister or cousin or whatever says, "You're such a disease." Yeah. yeah. And then his uncle, a grown man, dude, it's <laughs> like, yeah. "Look what you did, you little jerk!" And I'm look, my wife and I are like, "Man, if somebody said that to my kid, <laughs> right? I'm gonna be like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, chill." Yeah. You know, but you know, outside of that, I don't know. It, it's such. Such a good and like quotable movie. It's so funny, um, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I, Henry, I watched that with our oldest this year, oh, and yeah? like, like my wife was kind of on the fence, didn't really want me to let him watch it, and I was like, he'll be fine. I, I was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. think. I'm like, it's not that bad, and I totally forgot most of the first thirty minutes of that movie. And like you know, every time something rude was said, and like Jen would like eye me, side eye me, and we'd be like looking at each other, and like you know, you hear him swear, and like <laughs> he's like looking at the magazine, he's like, no clothes on anybody, disgusting. <laughs> like, I know most of that's over his head, right? But yeah, yeah. but still, it's like you know, we don't want our kid to hear something and then say these things. I don't want to hear him call another someone else a little jerk. You know, well, he's like, gonna go up to somebody and be like. Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Yeah, I, yep. And so I totally forgot about those. And Jen's like, we watched it last year. And I was like, yeah, but it's like, it's different when you watch it for yourself. And then like, when you yeah. have a little mind looking at it. But so we were, I didn't really like that we were watching it. But then once like the wet bandits started like, we're going to break in tonight, you know? And like, yeah. they start getting, hitting all the booby traps and stuff. And Henry was just laughing out loud so <laughs> much. And yeah. he loves the soundtrack, uh, you know, somewhere in my memory that song yeah. he sings it all the time and like it came on randomly four years strong has a cover has a version of it oh really yeah so like an easy core version right yeah. and i like their version and henry's just like home alone let's watch it again and i'm like <laughs> but that's not what i was gonna bring up okay so what's what's your movie your go-to kind of like you you know it's not like my favorite but because it's a family favorite it's become my favorite mm. but like elf yeah, for sure. We seem to watch it every year, and it's never been a movie where I'm like, "Let's, we gotta watch Elf before Christmas, you guys." But now I'm like, "How many times are we gonna watch it this year?" Yeah, 
Dude, you know what's wild? I remember seeing Elf in theaters as a, a, a pretty much a grown up. I'm pretty sure, or like a high school kid. Uh, yeah, it was like oh six or something, right? Probably. So I was a high school kid, but like to me, like that's like the last classic Christmas movie that's been made. I'm sure there's been other ones, but like that's one that like everybody watches. I don't know another one after that. Yeah, I don't. I I feel like they just don't. Like Christmas movies these days, they're they're just in it for the quick buck. I felt like Elf, they had a lot of thought and design and trying to make it feel classic, you know, with like the stop motion puppet things that are like, hope you find your dad. <laughs> dude, right? that's my favorite, my favorite <laughs> quote, dude. Every time it happens and the narwhal comes up, you know, and he's, bye, buddy. <laughs> hope you hope find you your dad. <laughs> I don't know why, but that stuck with me forever, man. Yeah, that's so funny. So, it, you know, since we're talking about year, this time of year, we like to sit over, sit down and talk about our favorite holiday traditions, yeah. uh, our favorite Christmas songs. And so this year, instead of doing one episode where we interview a few bands, we've split them out. And this is now the second episode in the series. Yes. So if you haven't heard the first one, go listen to it. Yep. First one we interviewed, two guys from Close Your Eyes. You should check yep. it out. Sonny and Shane. It was awesome. Today, who are we interviewing? We got With Blood Comes Cleansing. So awesome. We interviewed Scott and Jeremy, who are like the oldest members in the band. You know, and it's pretty cool. Like, okay, like wanting, like, okay, so we did Close Your Eyes last week. We're doing With Blood Comes Cleansing. Like these bands, both of these bands actually were like bands that we rocked 10, 15 years ago in college, however long that was ago, Gary. Like we're talking 2009, 2010 and uh it's it's cool to like now we're interviewing them and i don't know if we ever like thought in a million years that we'd be (laughs) interviewing bands that we were listening to during our college days yeah that's 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 wild you're making me feel old thanks well we are but yeah i am so excited for our listeners to hear this interview so with that let's get a cup christmas cheer roast some chestnuts and let's listen to this interview I've never had a chestnut. Me either. I'm Scott Erickson. Uh, I play guitar and uh, write music for the band. And uh, that's probably about the extent of the roles right now. Back in the day, I book shows, but we don't quite do that anymore. So <laughs> Sweet, man. That's cool. Uh, my name is Jeremy Sims. Uh, I play guitar as well and also write a lot of our music. With Blood Comes Cleansing, I mean, you guys are pretty heavy, right? I mean, come on. Anyone that's listened, <laughs> like, dude, you guys are brutal and it's awesome. Uh, so what got you guys into heavy music? Like, What was your gateway into that? And we'll start with Jeremy. So I was a, a big, like we used the term new metal kid back then. Oh, so I'm yeah, 38 dude. years old, right? So back when I was like in 2000 or so, when I was like 15 and ni- late 90s, uh, 97 or so, um, I got into bands like, like Cradle of Filth, um, Slipknot um, back then. And a lot of that kind of music kind of got me started, I guess, into yeah. metal or heavier music just in general. And then... Uh, we had a little Christian bookstore in Auburn, Alabama called Lighthouse Christian Bookstore. And uh, 
for some reason, this little Christian bookstore, I never, I still know, I wish I knew today, but they would order insane metal CDs. Like, I mean, I heard Mortal Treason, Living Sacrifice, um, who else? Uh, Ludicrous back then before Norma Jean and Norma Jean there. Um, Like all of these crazy, like metal bands, this little Christian bookstore in Auburn, Alabama had them all. Um, So I started there was probably my first time I got really into this sort of kind of heavy metal, right? Other than like the new metal scene. Yeah. And uh, then from there, man, I remember trying to search out and find bands. And a lot of it was, you know, at Lighthouse, they would let you actually take the disc in the back room and they had like little Walkmans and you could put it in and listen to it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'd put it on and listen to it and I would open up the CD booklet and Moral Treason would thank someone, you know, like all these face down bands or all these solid state bands or something oh. like that. So I'm like, oh, well, I got to look up all these bands. And then <laughs> yeah, I'll go yeah. find all those bands, buy their CDs, and then look in their thank yous, and then buy those CDs, you know, and just kind of <laughs> kept it rolling like that is how I got into like hardcore and metal music in general. That's awesome. I did I did similar stuff with like, I mean, I'm only th- I'm 34, so I'm just a little bit behind you. But Oh, don't have to rub it in, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, MySpace came up a little bit after that, and that's what I would do. I'd see mm-hmm. what bands like followed other bands and I'd be like, Oh, they must be a good Christian top band too. Four, or top two. eight, man. Yep. Yep. See, see who goes on tour with who and you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So what about, what about you, Scott? What got you into the heavier music? I'm trying to think really the, I know the first metal band I listened to was living sacrifice and I don't really remember how I ended up in them. Like I, I was a big fan of like most of what I listened to was pop punk and ska when I was in like high school and middle school and stuff like that. And uh, my dad and my brother are both drummers, so we've always been around music. And my dad grew up with Sabbath and all those kind of the old metal, I guess, mm-hmm. introduced the hard rock stuff. And so I remember listening to Living Sacrifice, uh, Reborn Empowered, like falling in love with that, hammering process, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then probably the next thing I found was um, Meshuggah's Nothing album and just fell in love. I, I thought it was the coolest crap I'd ever heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So sweet, and then figure out. Oh, they play eight string guitars. Didn't even know those existed, <laughs> and uh, so it just kind of fell from there. I honestly like missed the whole um, most of the new metal crowd. I mean, about the only thing I listened to that was like that was Pillar. I did listen to Pillar, mm. and they were like first record. But um, yeah, I kind of stumbled across that. So like, I, I would I've been listening to metal for five, six, seven years before I started really listening to like Slipknot. Um, and some of the bands that like most people kind of took the route through that to end up in metal, you know, right. we always joke that you get stuck in new metal or you find out there's real metal. And you get past <laughs> Dude, it. Yeah. Um, hey, it's a gateway. Yeah. Like, I got a guy that, that works for me and he's a big new metal head and it's, it's, brutal having to listen to him take the playlist at the shop but he's just like in the last year like started like listening to our band and listening to other like he he uh he ended up finding peeling flesh on his own and uh, <laughs> I, sent him, uh, I sent him that stay gutter song from uh filth last yeah. week so, like he's listening to like just some really wild stuff i'm like yes Thank you. Like, <laughs> so we're talking new metal. Like you're talking like Limp Biscuits being played and uh, that yeah, type Limp of new Biscuit, metal. See their five finger death punch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, like, that's all the sick, really, man. Really bad. Stuff. That's great for like a day, you know, and oh, then no, maybe two can't. days. Oh, but then if it keeps going, though, that's brutal. It's my Jinko pants and <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, just the the, the absolute teen angst that these forty year old men are writing about still in their lives. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, you know, yes, I know, you know, Meredith hurt you when you were fifteen, but like, you're you're fine now, man. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what awesome. got like? Is there? What was the reason to like? You're like, I heard this music, and now I'm, I want to be in a band called With Blood Comes Cleansing. I joined another band called Betrayed with the Kiss that turned into With Blood Comes Cleansing, and then Scott came in after mm. we had changed our name. Yeah, my okay. brother actually joined and played drums right before you did. Yeah, yeah, and he was in the band three or four months, um, and then Josh Pearson, who was playing guitar, left, and I took Josh's place. That was some. We can tell that story if you want to hear it, but <laughs> hey, yeah. Let's tell it. Yeah. So um, I guess to answer your question, though, Norma Jean, bless the martyr, kiss the child, was probably the moment when I said, I want to do that. Um, when That's I awesome. They were the one of the first bands I ever saw. That one of the first concerts, actually the first like concert I ever went to was Norma Jean, Beloved, Stretch Armstrong, and uh, Comeback Kid, I think, mm-hmm. in, in North Carolina. Um, but that was the moment when I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this metal stuff. This is awesome. Um, but yeah, to, to, to tell the, the story a little bit, one of my childhood friends, a guy named Chris, he was in a band called, uh, chasing victory. He joined them. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a band from down around Camilla, Albany ish, Georgia. Um, and I was happened to just be joining him down there one time. I think I was dropping him off to go on a tour or something like that. And I met a guy named Dean. Uh, Dean was in a band called betray with a kiss uh, and Dean was talking about how their band needed a bass player because they're about to do this little tour. And it somehow got brought up that I could play bass, which at the time I, I definitely had never played bass before. Um, <laughs> but um, but I, I uh, it was it got brought up that, yeah, I could probably do it. You know, I'd messed around with guitar for a bit and stuff. And I could probably figure it out. Um, you know, so, yeah, it, it, they said, well, you want to go? You want to try it out? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's let's try it out. So, um yeah, I spent the next few weeks learning the songs on bass, practicing with them, living down in Camilla with Josh Pearson, the other guitar player that was in Betray with the Kiss. And um, yeah, I mean, we went on our first tour ever. And right shortly after we got back from that small little run, we had a cease and desist letter from some band. I believe they were from Illinois. And uh, they were like, hey, you know, that Betray with the Kiss name, like that's ours. So you guys got to do something. So we were like, well, crap, you know, we don't know what we're going to do. Um this was like literally like when we got the back. trade so with the smooch. Back. Right. Right. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> hug. Um, but uh, so we got back to Josh's house. We literally had that piece of mail waiting for us when we got back from that little tour. So we found out about that. I went back home and I was sitting in a, a restaurant called Pita Pit, the Pita Pit in Auburn, yeah, yeah. Alabama, um, down there uh, near Tumor's Corner. And uh, I was having lunch with one of my good friends, a guy named Josh. And uh, he was like, I told him a story about how, yeah, we got to change our name. You know, it sucks. We really like this name, you know, and everything. And he was like, well, I was going to name a band with blood comes cleansing. Um, And the guy doesn't want to do this band anymore. So you can have that name if you want it. And I was like, dude, that's rad. I like that a lot. Um, Let me ask the guys. And that's how we became with blood comes cleansing. Mm. Um, And then shortly after that, um, our drummer left. And then Scott's little brother came in, Spence. Uh, he came in the band. We had who else left? Uh, the bassist left, and uh, the other guitarist, Josh, left. Probably with all within the same four months ish, three months ish. Like yeah. I'm not even sure that we actually played a show 
or a couple shows, maybe not even with Spence and not Scott. Like there wasn't a whole mm. lot of time there. Yeah, we were showing Opelika because I remember going yeah. to that show. I don't think there was very many where we had like time that we're down trying to get the new members ready to go. And then somebody else would leave. And then now we're down again, you know? Um, but I think touring is difficult and it's, it's everybody thinks it's really, really cool until you start doing it. And it's a lot harder yeah. and it's not, not for everyone for sure. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. how the band got its name and got started. Did you, did you always want it to be a, christian band yes yeah yeah i mean um i don't i don't know what it means to be christians in a band but not a christian band uh you know what i mean for for me personally everything i do is centered around that part of my life right so you know so for for me i mean yeah if i'm gonna do a band it's gonna be a christian band i mean i don't i don't like i said i don't know what it means to be christians in a band and not a christian band so yeah i get that i think it's awesome that you guys are a in quotes, I say quotes Christian because I mean like the w- lyrics and stuff are about they are Christian. You know, right. they're basically worship songs or at least, you know, rep Bible references and stuff. And yeah, I really love that about your guys' band. And I saw you guys at Furnace Fest this year. Oh, cool. Flew all the way down there from Washington. Nice. I, no, I didn't fly there for you, but uh, you were there. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of bands there, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you guys are amazing. You're a ton of fun. Uh, and I listened to you like a little bit before that. Um, but after I saw you guys live, like uh, I put every song on my plate on uh, my my rotation and like my flight back home. And like, yeah, did a deep dive on you guys for quite a while. But that's been really, really cool. enjoying it. Yeah. It was Thanks one of those things, that. too, like in college when we like discover with blood comes cleansing, you know, and we're like listening and jamming and we're like, dude, they're not a band anymore. We came in too late. We'll yeah. never, yeah. ever, ever see them. And yeah. then like this revival has been happening. Right. And like, hey. dude, yeah. and your new music is so killer. Like mm-hmm. it's been dude, awesome, man. So we love it. And uh, we've made a couple reels with your music and stuff on our uh, Instagram and cool. trying to, you know, awesome. uh, spread it out. But yeah, man. So cool stuff. We really enjoy what you guys do. Thank That's you really cool much. to hear. So should we transition to the Christmas season? Let's do it. I don't think we've even said Merry Christmas yet, but hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, guys. there you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I mean, this is recording uh, in November, but hey, still, hey, it's after Thanksgiving. We're good, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I, I've got currently two of my Christmas trees up. I'm, my wife has got at least one more, maybe two more left to go. So, That's awesome. Yeah, there's garland on the fireplace, garland on the... The handrail on the banister. Yeah, there's a wreath on the front door. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. That's great. Yeah, here, here, here you go. Th- this this came in. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this Joker. Yeah. <laughs> That's Just awesome. In time. So, all right. So let, we'll go to our first Christmas question, um, and that is around Christmas traditions. And Scott, I'll ask you first, what is your favorite Christmas tradition, whether it's from being a kid or like what you're doing now? And we'll tie it with two. Um, picking up, the, picking out a Christmas tree. So when I was a kid, we had a couple times where we had a real tree, but most of the time growing up, we used an artificial tree and I freaking hated it. I hate setting <laughs> those things up and the way that plastic crap makes your hands feel from touching all the leaves and feathering them out. And so when my wife and I got married, I said, we're, we're getting a real tree every year. 
That's why I want to do it. So this is a guy here in town that his family has done trees for decades, and mm-hmm. it's in the same spot every year. So usually we either go Thanksgiving night or the Friday afterwards, and we drive down there, we pick up a tree, we bring it back, and I put it in the house. So I love that. Um, and the other thing I do every Christmas, and Jeremy probably knows about this, uh, is eating Chinese food and watching the Chrismica episodes from the OC. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Such a good episode. <laughs> when we were touring, it was on TV, you know, in the early 2000s. And for whatever reason, we watched the OC and we watched Dawson's Creek and yeah. uh, religiously. DVDs. And, uh, yeah, dude. And on the little 13-inch combo TV in the van. Yeah. And uh, and so like when Christmas comes, and my wife loved the OC too. So we, I literally like night before last, I think it was, put on the the Christmas episode from the first season, mm. and watched it. I didn't have any Chinese food, but that'll come. We'll we'll get around to that. Man, so. I haven't seen the OC since it aired, and the only it's, thing I really remember is the flogging Molly song. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that good music on that show. The venue yeah. there because um, Death Cab for Cutie was on there. The Killers mm-hmm. was on there. Um, bunch of other. I mean, people that were playing touring right at that time. It was really cool. So that was fun to watch a show and like have our, you know, you know, people that were our peers. I guess you could say, yeah, because all that alternative music and underground music was still kind of we felt together. Yeah. So. So is the Dude. Chinese food on Christmas Day? Um, no, it's just part like on the the episode they eat oh, okay. Chinese food when they're uh, it's just like they're thing they're mixing all these different religious holidays together so yeah so it's just you have to watch it but you have to eat chinese when you do it <laughs> that is probably the most unique tradition and it's awesome that's so cool yeah so cool man well uh jeremy how about your uh christmas tradition yeah i don't i don't have like a really good one uh but my wife and i always try to watch if not all of almost all of the harry potter movies around this time of year um they're usually rerunning on some sort of cable, you know, yeah. show or, or something like that. And it was always on, you know, we've been married now for about 10 years and it would always come on or whatever. And finally now we started to like seek it out, you know, so we set up the tree with Harry Potter going, you know, making Christmas day. We, we were cooking and stuff like that because my wife, um, my wife is French. So her family's in France. So she doesn't have any family here and I have a very small oh, wow. family. So most of our holidays are just her and me. Right. So usually it's like we're cooking and stuff like that and watching Harry Potter and it's have a huge Harry Potter movie marathon around Mm. Christmas. Do you have to watch them in order or are you just like it's on that we have to watch it? It's on and it's good. Like it's probably my favorite series of movies ever. Like I I, I just there's lots of things that I may like better than that one off here and there. But as a total, like I just love it. You know, I kind of grew up with it as I was like probably like 16 when the first one came out or 17, something like that. <clears throat> saw it in theaters and just was hooked. So nice. I love fantasy stuff like that though. So, That's yeah, so I don't cool. think, I don't think we've heard something like that either. Have we? No, man. Like, yeah, yeah. we've done this for a few years now and <laughs> these are two um, are movie unique. and show based <laughs> traditions, which is awesome. I mean, I think everybody, you know, maybe not the OC and Harry Potter, but I mean, those are great, but everybody watches, has some tradition with watching some shows or oh, Christmas yeah. or movies, Love right? Christmas Carol right. is a, uh, Oh, we go yeah, to for, for sure for my whole Die family, hard. big Muppet family. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome. We uh, 
I will say, going back to the Christmas tree, I in my entire life, I'm 34, I've never had a real Christmas tree. Really? I've only had fake ones, and you know, maybe I'm missing out. I drive by a little tree farm thing every time I go to work, and now I'm going to think about it. Maybe oh, I'm missing out. Hell, man. It's like you get to take care of this little thing that hopefully isn't dead when you bring it home because I <laughs> bought uh, this one's dead, actually. I got it home, and the next day after I poured water in it, hadn't soaked up any of it. And I was like, oh, oh well, that yeah. sucks. But <laughs> yeah, the smell of it's nice, and then setting it on fire after Christmas because oh. those jokers freaking burn. Yeah, <laughs> wild when you set them on fire. Is that what you do? You just burn. You're supposed yeah. to burn them when yeah, you're like, done. We do a big bonfire, like at a buddy of mine's house. We do fireworks for New Year's, and uh, we'll be we'll set a fire out there. But it's like whoever had a real tree, bring it over. And we set set the things on fire. That's awesome. <laughs> it's almost like like you know how like wrapping paper and stuff like that's just real crazy when you set it off. It's kind of like that, but it burns fast and hot. So <laughs> that yeah, dude. Yeah, bonus I, tradition. We just got a bonus tradition. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. dude. Right there at the end. <laughs> yeah, I've had real Christmas trees growing up, and then as we got older, no, everyone was like, I don't want to decorate the tree. I don't want to, it's such a pain. Uh, so we got a fake tree that's already got lit, you know, but, uh, being in, in my family now, uh, we've only had a real tree maybe twice, but we're in city limits. We're not allowed to burn them, but the boy scouts will drive by. And if it's sitting on the end, end of your property, they'll just toss them in a truck and take them for you. Oh. But it is a pain. Cause when you're done, you know, you like take all the ornaments off. Needles are falling off everywhere, Absolutely. and then you got to get it through your door. Yeah, and it just shaves <laughs> like all tree, the needles off. <laughs> well, so ours goes in our front room, which has like super tall ceiling, and so we got like mm. eight foot tree one year. Oh, yeah, that's a big boy. That's a big yeah, big and so the bottom branches are just like stupid wide, you know. And so Christmas when you pull vacation. that through your door, yeah, not it's not that big, but <laughs> but yeah. Then you got to back in Especially by the time they're, they're like, they've been there for a month and everything's drying. And yeah. Yeah. It's kind of tricky because you want to get it early enough to where they're not super expensive and you have like options. But if you get it too early, it's super dead on Christmas yeah. Day. And you're like, do we turn on the lights? Like, <laughs> are we going to burn our house down? If <laughs> some hot bulbs. Like, so, it's, you know, you got to pick the right time to do it. Cool, man. That's awesome. Um, so next question we got uh, for you guys is what song did you pick that you absolutely love to listen to during the Christmas season? And we'll start start with Scott. So I really don't like much Christmas music at all, but I absolutely love Judy Garland singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Mm. I grew up on old movies and it's, I mean, it's an awfully sad song yeah. where it's used in the film. Mm-hmm. But it's a wonderful song, so I really like that one a lot. Um, but I, yeah, I'd have to say it's probably my favorite Christmas song. Her singing it, yeah, yeah. not anybody else. No, if someone else sings it, it's not yeah, the same. Throw this trash out. <laughs> <laughs> she did this like ninety years ago, and it's fine. Mm. I'll leave it alone. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's a really, that's a good one. We never had that one on here either. Yeah, so yeah. that's awesome, Jeremy. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, so I, I'm not huge in the Christmas music either, um, but I do love Trans Siberian Orchestra, and okay. they have I think it came out in like the '90s or something. But a record called like I think it's Christmas Eve and Stories or something like that. Christmas Eve and other stories or something. And there's a song on there called uh, I think it's Christmas Eve Sarajevo or something like that. And it's 
it's an awesome like classical metal song. It's super epic. I've seen them live now a few times, and it is oh, so cool. much fun. So that that is something that uh, the wife and I do kind of put on sometimes around the the holiday season for sure. The Trans Siberian Orchestra doing Carol of Bells or whatever got huge, right? That was like yeah. the metal Christmas, and it's like it'll never get heavier for Christmas music than this. You know, like I remember in high school and now I guess like August burns red for kind of for us has been like our staple, you know, right. everything they put out, but like, yeah. dude, yeah. yeah, so good, man. Trans-Siberian orchestra is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, sure. I love classical like music in general. And dude, like I love their, their renditions of Christmas songs are so good. So, so good. And if you go yeah. get a chance to go see them live, I don't know if you've ever seen them live, but it is a production, man. I'm talking fire, people coming from the ceiling, what? playing violins. Like, it is insane. Like, it is an absolute awesome yeah. show. Like, huge, like, whole, like, front of a house set up and people playing instruments and windows. And, like, it is it is awesome. It's super awesome. So I know Trans-Siberian Orchestra is going to be here in Spokane uh, in December. December 10th. 100% worth seeing it. Yeah. Just got to figure go. out who's going to watch my kids. Because it's, like, at 8 p.m., you know? It's, like... Kids are in bed. I can't take that. <laughs> uh, Just go solo, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, Jen, Jen would want to see them too. Yeah, she, no, we, we have a few of their songs that, like, I have like a Christmas playlist. It's like it's mostly metal covers of Christmas songs. It's also got like a lot of Burl Lives and like classic fifties and sixties kind of Christmas music from when I was a kid. Like what my parents listened to. Um, but like Wizards in Winter is one of my favorite Trans Siberian Orchestra mm. songs, just because it's like. It's kind of mm-hmm. in your face. It's got like the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Just super oh, loud. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So good. Good times. Uh, so in closing, what is the band up to in the next year? What is the best way our listeners can support you? Whether it's like merch, play it on Spotify, go to shows, follow you on Instagram, all those kinds of things. All that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> buy merch spotify all that yeah, stuff yeah. Some shows. <laughs> buy merch follow on on yeah social media so we're figuring things out i mean we wrote those two songs this year and had a yeah. really good time doing that um we we i think we still got more in the tank and so uh we'd really like to try and write some more stuff next year and if we per- pull that together into a full length that'd be really cool I mean, it's a whole nother world than what it was 15 years ago when we did our last record. Um, it's way easier. It's way faster, yeah. way cheaper. It sounds way better. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we definitely want to do that. Um, we've got a couple shows coming up. Uh, one here in December uh, in Chattanooga. Um, we're playing uh, Aura Fest in Savannah in March. I think we're trying to put together something in Jacksonville for February. And so we're just kind of... You know, everybody's married and, you know, some of us got kids and all of us got careers and so yeah. just trying to, you know, we really love doing this and really love getting to share the mes- message of the gospel through music, through heavy music, being a band that lives with convictions. <clears throat> and so uh, we want to carry on that and, you know, um, so we'll see where it leads to. You know, Has it so- been super encouraging, the response to people being like, dude, these guys are back, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I just... It's been really cool and fun and just... Like, you know, uh, Gary and I talked to Furnace Fest a lot. And, uh, you know, half the people I talked to, it was like, I've been listening to you guys for 15 years. It's the first time I get to see you. Yeah. And then the other ones were like, oh, I saw you guys 15 years ago at 
this yeah. you know, little dump somewhere. And like, it's the first time I get to see you since then. So it was like, and then there was people like, I've never heard of you before, but it was a blast. And it was fun. So it's, it's been neat. Like having people that already knew us supporting us. Um, Cause we felt like a brand new band again. Cause mm-hmm. like, I don't know who these people are. We're playing yeah. shows with bands. There's some bands that we know, but like, you know, like we played the show with Carnifex. Oh, we were at the same venue with Carnifex. Kind of the same venue. and the same name, at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had the same name. It was two separate rooms. But uh, yeah. yeah, so it's like there's people that like we toured with and we knew and were close back then. But like, you know, some of them like we run into it. Like, oh, man, so good to see you and remember us. And we let you pick up where we left off. And others, it's like, OK, yeah, we, no, we've been. We've been at this for years, and this is what we do now. And you're just another band out here. So, some you know, it's been a little weird with some people, but for the most part, it's really just been really encouraging, really exciting, and just just neat to to talk you know, with people. I think one of the craziest things for me was to play with some bands that I genuinely found later. You know, in the past, maybe two or three years or something like that. And that I really like, and then we get to play with them on these festivals or things like that, and go up to them like, "Dude, I'm a huge fan." They're like, "What are you talking about? I love you guys. You guys are like the first oh. metal show I ever went to when I was 14 years old." I'm like, "God, how old am I?" But yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's, it's yeah. crazy to to play with bands that I like now, and I, you know, heck, I look up to. I'm like, these guys are doing it. They're killing it. These are the heaviest bands making music, like like Body Snatcher and Peeling Flesh and Last Ten Seconds of Life and stuff like that. And it's like. They know who we are. That's so weird. Yeah, I never would have thought it. You know, yeah. never would have thought it. It's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. I was I was really relieved when you guys dropped a new song, and I was like, oh boy, here's here's another Christian band getting back together, and they're gonna drop a new song 15 years later. What's it gonna be like? Mm. Like, and uh, I was I remember someone was asking questions, and someone posted all the lyrics somewhere um, uh, on our Discord, I think, and reading the lyrics uh and i was like yes they're still christian like yeah man so many bands these days have just been like we're back and just to prove we're not christian we're gonna drop some f-bombs in our right in our song and this next song is called deconstructionism (laughs) (laughs) it's the title of our record and every song is that name yeah but for for me personally i remember when with blood started and we first started doing this and if you looked around the scene, deathcore, for instance, wasn't even a word then, you yeah. know, um, it, so that genre of music was definitely in its infancy. There wasn't a whole lot of people doing it and even fewer Christian bands doing it. Like, the only yeah. one I really remember that I would call really deathcore was Impending Doom. There was right. a Christian band that, that played that style of music. I, I cannot remember another one. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I cannot remember like a true like band that mixed like real death metal and breakdowns you know, type stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, I think here now that was kind of a thing that made me want to do more than just go play Furnace Fest or something like that was that there's just not that many bands doing it now. I think there are a few, you know, I don't know a lot. I think I've heard of like Diamonds and Dust, Cleansing Temples. Mm-hmm. There's a few bands out there I've heard of that are doing it, but not a lot, uh, you know. So that was kind of some motivation for me personally to want to write new music, to want to put some more stuff out there. Um, because I believe that with blood filled a spot back then, you know, for, mm-hmm. for folks like us, you know, who want to have 
something heavy, but also maybe something that it aligns with what we believe. Um, and we, I personally wanted to do that again, you know, for people and, and bring that message back again, you know, so that, that was super motivating for me. Just the state of, like you said, like the band's coming back and like, we're going to prove to you you're not Christian by dropping, you know, 37 F-bombs in this song, you know, yeah. like to me, like, I mean, that's okay. That's, that's what they want to do. And that's yeah. fine. You know, that that's okay. But um, we want to do the opposite. We haven't changed and we still want to be the heaviest band and we still want to, you know, represent Christ uh, when we can, you know, so. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I was telling that's Scott so cool. uh, at Furnace Fest that you guys had your vinyls, go, you know, your albums got Golgotha got put on vinyl and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, t- tomorrow at 10, I'll be ready. And I set an alarm and then I ended up having a meeting at work and I was like, oh, I'll just order it after the meeting because like they're not, no one likes them that much, right? There'll be enough <laughs> left after the meeting and like my meeting got out in like eight minutes, right? Like it was a, here's the issue. And someone's like, yeah, we already, ha- we're working on this. I'm like, okay, cool. Meeting's over. And I went and it sold out like eight minutes in. And I heard online, someone was saying that it was like two minutes and every, every one of them was sold out or something. I think so. I was, so yeah. yeah, I was super bummed and whining about it to Scott. And he's like, hey, I have three of them. Do you want one? And I was there like, yes. <laughs> so here, it is. here it is on my wall. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love it. <laughs> yeah. so thanks, Scott. I, I love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. That, Very that's welcome. awesome. Man. But to use. Yeah. I only spun Maybe. it once and then I then I put it on that shelf thing. <laughs> And you know, for you know, to say something about like the future of the band and, and music and writing more music and stuff like that, you know, I I've always wanted to be in the heaviest band to ever make music. I know there are a lot of really heavy bands out there, but my hope is that the next with Blood Comes Cleansing song or songs are heavier than anything we've ever done. You know, I want to push more into you know, I love modern like deathcore and slam sounds from yeah. bands like Gutteractomy and Organectomy and you know, some of those style of bands, like I mm-hmm. love that sound, you know, I would love to incorporate that slam style and sound into something that is kind of quintessentially us, you know what I mean? But, but, but move it to even heavier than what we have ever been, you know, cause I don't want any clean vocals. I don't want any clean guitar. I don't want any ambient sounds. I want it no, to be no and just heavy, no symphonic. <laughs> right, you know, I, I right. don't get me wrong. I like that kind of stuff. Like Lorna Shore's like symphony yeah. sounds. I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. really cool and it was really yeah. awesome to see him play it, but I just want to be raw, just unfiltered and as heavy as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. So well, that's we my support you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we- we appreciate everything you guys done for the scene and continue to do. We're so grateful you guys came on here and uh, this has been so cool. And now I'm just stoked for like what's to come. So that's a really positive thing from this right Gary. Yep. Good. Good. So yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank uh, you. Merry, thank Christmas. You Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I don't know about you, but hearing Jeremy talk about potential new with Blood Comes Cleansing like gets me so hyped. Yeah, and his description was very appealing. <laughs> Just like it's going to be the most brutal thing in the entire world, the heaviest thing they've ever written. You know, and I feel like bands, as they get older, a lot of bands kind of go the other way or whatever. You know, maybe they kind of try different avenues, but it's like these dudes want to just keep being the heaviest thing out there.
I, I think we say this quite a bit, but like the best thing about doing this is hearing people's traditions. I think like the songs are cool. You know, we ask them what their favorite song is and it's cool, but like the traditions are absolutely awesome. Like Scott saying he watches the OC and eats yeah. Chinese yeah. food. I mean, awesome tradition, but like how unique is that? You know, yeah. you know, and it makes me truthfully kind of want to watch the OC. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to watch that episode because I want to know what it feels like. Have you seen the OC? Dude, I kind of. So now. Back in the day. I mean, I saw parts of it. I kept thinking he was, at first, in my mind, all I could think of was Laguna Beach, that reality MTV (laughs) show. And I was like, he watches reruns of a reality TV show, but then I was like, oh, it's the OC, duh. Yeah. So I kind of want to watch that episode now and eat Chinese food because it sounds like an awesome time. Yeah, the OC part really threw me off. I, I did like that he goes out and gets real trees. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of cheating that it's like your neighbor, you know, like down the road. You don't have to like go out and find a tree. You want him to Clark, that. You want him to Clark Griswold it and have his daughter's Dude, eyelids tons of people fr- freeze? <laughs> How about Harry Potter, though? That's, that's interesting, too, yeah. I do think the orchestra in it has like parts of it that are kind of Christmassy, especially the first movie. Yeah, well, and I think the Christmas scenes in those movies are pretty actually memorable, you know? But it's so interesting that, like, we have two unique traditions, you know? I think maybe that's, like, the the best traditions, though, the ones that not everybody does. It was so great for Scott and Jeremy to come on the show, uh, excited for uh, what With Blood Comes Cleansing has next, and I can't wait maybe... um, to be able to talk about an EP or LP, whatever they put out in the future. Um, Super awesome. With that, we'll see you guys next week with another band that I won't say yet. So thanks for listening. Follow our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, our Discord. Become a patron if you like what we're doing. Buy us a cup of coffee. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. See you guys. Thank you for listening.